This is the Kona Edge, the home of Ironman triathletes who dream of qualifying for the World Championships on the Big Island. Welcome on to this edition of the Kona Edge. Uh, time to chat some swimming, and we've got a returning guest once again. We head to Salt Lake City in Utah, and uh, great pleasure to welcome Sydney Turvort onto the podcast. Sydney, welcome back. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Glad to be here. Sydney, when we first spoke, you, you mentioned to me that uh, when you took up this water triathlon, you pretty much had to learn to swim. It's, uh, for a lot of people, the swim is the, the most intimidating uh, part of, a, of uh, triathlon, but you've, you've pretty much taken to it like a, a duck to water, so to speak. <laughs> I, I love that you believe that. Um, I hope my coach believes that. Our, our head coach actually swam in college, and swim is, is a real big part of our training. So I had to learn to do that. But I think the most important thing with me is if I have to miss a workout during the week, I try to make sure it's not the swim workout because that's where I need the most work. And what's helped me the most is just spending more time in the water. So that's um, I'm learning. I'm feeling better about it. You also mentioned the group of people you train with, and, and that makes a big difference to your swim too, is when you, when you are in a group and a, and a master's group where there are better swimmers and possibly worse swimmers than you, but it really pushes you to get better. It really does, and especially when you're in a lane with you know, swimmers of similar ability, but the coaches, you know, the workouts are pushing you, and, and so you push yourself harder. So I find that the most benefit I've gotten in the, in the swim portion is – from being at the team workouts where you are pushing yourself and being pushed by the others in your lane. For someone who's got a, a very busy sort of schedule, as you do, how many, how many times a week, how many sessions would you generally get in, in, in the water? Well, I shoot for three, and then closer to the races, four, and they become longer swims, like some of them an hour and a half. So three or four uh, is what I do, and I know some of the – pros or the the faster people in our group actually swim more than that like five six times a week you mentioned the 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 importance of being in a group and that's helped you immensely would, would you say that is the the biggest sort of or the one thing you've done that's given you the biggest gains or is there something else that you could could sort of pinpoint that you think has has really helped you in the last year and a bit the most helpful has been the working swimming with the team and the group swims and then the second to that is that I just try not to miss the swims because more time in the water for me. It's consistency, isn't it? That's, that's what it is. It's building on what you've done and you, you don't feel like you, you, you're having to start over all the time. Exactly. Yeah, when you miss a few swims or a few weeks of being in the water, when I get back in, I'm a bit slower. Yeah, I, I'm feeling that at the moment because I literally uh, I, I did a, an Ironman in April and I think I've been in the water four or five times since then. And I've been hanging out on the dark side, but I know it's going to be really hard when I when I get back in and it's probably not the ideal. Yeah, yeah. It, it takes me after that. It takes me a while to get my speed back, to get a little faster again. Uh, I, I don't have speed, Sydney, so I don't have to worry about that, fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, this is only comparative speed for me. In our group... I speed <laughs> as far as workouts go what do you love doing in the pool what are your favorite sort of sets um well i like the the longer ones where we do the 800s and and kind of mix it up with the snorkel and the buoy and the paddles and the um and and you're not pushing as fast i think in the pool for me this the speed part like the 25s those those hurt worse but they help probably the most helpful 
So fast 100s, you know, you got to gear up for those. So those are the very helpful, but maybe not the funnest. I know it's 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 not practically possible throughout the year where you live in, in Utah, but as far as open water swimming, do you get to do much during the season? Well, in the summer, we go up to the lakes. So we'll get our wetsuits and go as a team. We'll go up to one of the lakes and then do a long training day, like swim, then bike. And we do have some places in the mountains here that have lakes and good biking and then a short run after. So we do get to do some in the summer. Um, if they're not as, I mean, you have to do some driving to get there, like half an hour, 45 minutes. So it's not like they're convenient daily, like if you lived in California or something. You, you also mentioned in our first chat that uh, your, your swim time in Arizona was, was almost comparable to, to the time in, in Kona. And, and, and you, you had a bit of a, a throwaway comment, said you, you're swimming a lot straighter. That, that's something that... Uh, comes with a bit of practice too in open water it's 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 quite tough sighting isn't it it is and in in arizona that was my goal um i I feel like i've made some strides this year in the swim in kona what i was able to do that i was really excited about was that i was able to get in a pack and stay you know and 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 get in a group and stay there as opposed to like you know when i first started i would always like get off to the side by myself where no one would touch me (laughs) so (laughs) Um, yeah, and so I, I'm getting better with, with having people around me. That's been a big deal on the swim for me is, is being comfortable with people around me and hitting into me and, and, and me trying to find my spot in that group. So that was the strides I felt like I made in, in Kona. And then one step further when I got in Arizona, um, I was able to sight better and stay along the buoy line, which for me is, is a stride forward. So I had, I did. I was one of my biggest challenges was swimming straight. I was always off in the right hand, out in my own pool out there. So, was it was it something you you worked on, or was it just a conscious decision that you need to focus on it more during the swim? It was a conscious decision. It was definitely a conscious decision. In fact, I even practiced it in the pool on some of my swims. Would be on the sighting. Yeah, it makes a big difference, and you, you'd think it, it doesn't, but it uh, it can really shave off minutes. As much as you put in hours and hours in the pool getting getting a lot fitter, if you do get that sighting right, it, it can make a, a significant difference in your swim time. It really can. Like I said, in Texas, I, was, um, I swam an extra 400, 500 yards, um, and I could tell that from some of the other people on our team that were on Strava, and I could see the distance they swam versus the distance I swam. So that confirmed that I actually swam an extra 400, 500 yards. And I was just, if I looked at my Garmin thing, I was just all over the place. And so it was just a, you know, it added 10 minutes to my swim. Oh, wow. I blame my Garmin. I just say it overreads all the time. It's got nothing to do with how skew I swim. <laughs> I should blame my Garmin too. <laughs> it's so hard. Awesome catching up once again. I look forward to chatting about your bike next time out, but we'll save that for another day. Thanks for your time today. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. If you want to improve your swim, be sure to check out our next free live online swim seminar. Get to the KonaEdge.com slash swim seminar to sign up now.